0: I'm of Levens, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry systemically designed for you to fail. Join us as we dive into the real life stories of survivors, experts, and advocates to debunk the common myths and fallacies of cults, scams, and multi level marketing. The FTC is asking for our help. On February 17th, a motion was passed to propose the implementation of a new rule for certain types of businesses to present an accurate report of earnings potential for people who are in need of a stream of income. Too many times have certain business models taken advantage of people who are desperate. In this climate where the world has been shaken, job scarcity and fear have more people than ever searching for a new way to put food on the table. Too many times have people been misled by false or deceptive earnings claims. The business models in question include delivery services, online business coaches, and most importantly, multi-level marketing. The purpose of the FTC's proposed rulemaking is to prevent more people from being scammed into funneling their money into a business opportunity without all of the facts beforehand. If this rule is implemented, it could help hundreds of thousands of people, keeping many from going into debt or getting involved in situations they cannot financially maintain. In the world of anti-MLM, Our biggest goal is to educate and inform. This rulemaking could change the game for potential victims of multi-level marketing schemes. The FTC has given the public 60 days to submit comments on this proposal before making a final decision. If you or a loved one has been personally affected by false money-making claims, tricked into a business opportunity that didn't make the earnings potential clear up front, now is the time to use your voice and tell your story. We need your help to sway the FTC's decision on this proposed rule and help craft the new regulations that multi-level marketing companies will have to abide by in order to avoid future civil suits. For more information on how to submit your public comment, please visit www.mlmchange.org. I am so excited to announce my acceptance of the nomination for Woman of the Year for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society for 2022. Man and Woman of the Year is a philanthropic competition to support blood cancer research among a group of motivated and dedicated individuals in communities across the United States. Candidates like me form powerful fundraising teams and compete in honor of two local children here in San Diego who are blood cancer survivors. Leukemia is the number one childhood cancer, and this year we're fighting for Avila and Marco. Did you know that currently there are only four types of cancer treatments for children? and they aren't even children's doses. They're basically just watered-down adult doses. Because of these and other factors, 80% of childhood cancer survivors will develop lifelong chronic health problems. At the risk of sounding like a hun, I would love to ask you to join our team as we raise money to help fund the research for blood cancer, develop treatments for all, and find a cure. Visit robertablevins.com and click the LLS tab for more information on how to donate, sponsor, and be a part of our team. Welcome back to another episode of life after MLM. Today we have a special guest. We're going to be talking about, um, a variety of topics, but mostly skincare and MLM skincare and, um, you know, all of that as well. But I would like to welcome to the, to the show, my friend Devin McArthur of pure skin. OC. Hi Devin. Hi, it's so great to have you. We've been trying to connect for so long and uh, this, this month has been a total nightmare. We finally were able to connect. I am so excited that we're sitting here talking um, and we finally get to have this conversation.
1: We are, we're here. We did it.
0: (laughs) So Devin and I met on social media Uh, She reached out to me because a lot of people were making comments uh, about the color of my nose and the redness in my skin. Um, (laughs) It was very interesting. I have acne rosacea. Uh, If you've followed me for a second or you've seen me on social media, you probably already know that. There was a good portion of time back in, I want to say it was like the fall or the summer or something, I don't remember, where people were really going hard and asking a lot of questions like, what is wrong with your skin, and it was really obnoxious, um, I addressed it in a few comments Um but then Devin reached out to me and she was like, Hi, <laughs> I have a solution for you. So uh, that's how we met. And I'm so thankful that Devin came into my life. We worked on um, a routine for my skin and she sent me some incredible products. And I am happy to say that I have not had any nasty red nose comments since then. <laughs> so thank you so much, Devin, for helping me balance out my skin and get it ready. You were literal angel on social media who came in, swooped in and, and helped me. So I really appreciate that. Um, that for me, like, I, I don't want to say it was bullying because I I don't really feel like people were doing it intentionally. And I think a lot of people are just really curious, but, um, I, I, like we were saying earlier, I, I feel like somebody who maybe wasn't as strong, uh, would interpret that behavior and those comments as bullying. And somebody who isn't in the right headspace could have interpreted those badly. And I I know we've talked about bullying on Life After MLM, the show and things like that, but it is something that happens. And it was something that I experienced. (laughs) Um, Do you see a lot of that kind of stuff on social media too, where people are kind of bullying people about their skin or what they look like?
1: do, and I find it so unnecessary because I don't understand it, and I don't think that people realize how sensitive that people can be about their appearance, um, and I, I, I think that we have to be more sensitive to it. Um, because we don't know what people are going through. We don't know what people are battling. Um, and maybe that is sen- something that you um, were really sensitive about. And maybe this is uh, a brave moment for you. Maybe you putting yourself on social media was something that you had overcome. And here you are, you know, just putting your face out there and saying, okay, here I am. And then somebody's like, well, what about your nose? What's going on with your nose? Like, nobody needs that. And for somebody to point it out or multiple people to point it out, um, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, and I and I really do find it unnecessary. Um, because even even if they didn't mean anything bad about it, I still feel that it's unnecessary. Um, unless they were trying to maybe solve a problem for you. I don't, I don't understand it it's just not a place that I come from. So I don't understand it. Um, and I, I, yeah, I just find it unnecessary.
0: And, you know, I think genuinely, it probably most times stems from a place of curiosity. Like why is your nose red or why does your eyebrow do that? Or, you know, how come your <laughs> jaw is kind of crooked and people are just really genuinely curious about things. But I think we also have to understand that like your curiosity, um, It doesn't warrant a response just because you're curious about it doesn't mean that you need to open your mouth and ask
1: that question. Right. I think I'm also a bit more cynical than you. Um, I don't think that people are always coming from a good place. <laughs> That's probably know. true. <laughs> maybe maybe some of them are, um, but I think that too many people are, are coming from a bad place. I mean, that saying of like hurt people hurt people, um, I, I think is often too true. Um, and I think, you know, so, I mean, I know that sometimes if I'm in a bad mood, Um, And I go on social media, sometimes I think thoughts and I'm just like, oh, you're dumb. But I don't actually go on there and say that. I just think it in my head. And I think people, unfortunately, will go on there and then type that. And I just think we need to maybe hold back a little bit and maybe not actually type everything that we think, because we don't always need to be mean, just because we feel like being mean or because we're in a bad mood or whatever, whatever the feeling is, sometimes it's okay to just like, not do it. Yeah, let's leave that as our inner monologue. Right, right exactly. Exactly. That's, that's okay to do it too. Or maybe write it down on a piece of paper, and <laughs> not on social media. I don't know. Yeah, I also
0: think a lot of times people think that you know, being, especially being on a burner account where it can't be traced back to them, that it's sort of just like, I can say and do what I want. Um, And we also have to really think about like the people that we're targeting and um, how that's affecting them, you know, and it's just not okay. We don't do bullying here in the anti-MLM community. Uh, I believe most of us are adults and don't really need to be doing that at all. Let's leave that kind of stuff to, um, you know, what, third grade. I think that's probably where it's... (laughs) That's the yeah. peak of bullying probably, uh, and where it should be left, but
1: I feel like junior high is pretty rough. It's a rough day. Oh,
0: yeah, I, <laughs> I, I just blocked all those years out. So that's why I didn't mention them. <laughs> those were really, that was actually, that's when I had my bullying that I was telling you about. I yeah. used to be bullied because I had really clear skin <laughs> and my friends that had acne would project onto me and say, oh, Roberta hasn't hit period yet. And that kind of stuff. So it's very strange that now um, (laughs) I'm experiencing the opposite in my forties, you
1: guys, in my (laughs) forties. I mean, people are just, they're just ridiculous. I mean, I I feel very lucky because I didn't experience bullying as a kid, but um, we all have our issues and struggles in life. So I'm not free of struggles. Um, that just wasn't one of them, but I'm the youngest of five kids. So I mean, I <laughs> so had four older siblings that took care of that for me. So
0: <laughs> wow. So Devin is an esthetician. She's been an esthetician since 2000 and what? 11, 2012, yes. 2011. Yes. And you, I'm sure you've seen all kinds of stuff. Um, yes. I'm sure you've battled your fair share with multi-level marketing products. Um, I was also telling you before we hit record that I never really noticed this until I was using MLM products, unfortunately. And um, I won't say the product because defamation or whatever, but it was definitely um, one that was um, special and different. Those are two adjectives we could use. And, um, and- (laughs) And yeah, so there was a cleanser um, that I used for a while, and I noticed that it was not so great, and I have now been battling this acne rosacea on my nose uh, since about that time. I don't know if there's any correlation other than it happening as I was using it, (laughs) but that's that.
1: Well, I mean, like I was telling you, the problem with, uh, and this doesn't have to happen with specifically an MLM, it can happen with, you know, any product line that is not necessarily good for your skin is we could be doing damage that we don't necessarily know we're doing until it's too late. And so the advantage of going to a professional is getting a, an expert to look at your skin and to help you pick out products that are geared to what your skin needs. And so when, when you come in, especially like when I have a new client come in, I can look at their skin and immediately know if their, their barrier, you know, what we're looking at, you know, superficially, I can look at whether it's damaged or not. And that is often by just the products they're using, you know, sometimes it's environmental damage or whatever, but often it's just by the products they're using. Um, and there, I mean, I know there, there's one specific, if we're not going to name names, but there is a specific MLM that, uh, people come in. Um, and I don't know if it's just in my area, this specific MLM, but they come in and I always know immediately that that's what they're using. And I'm just like, stop using their products. I have never seen anybody with good skin from this um, one. Does that one start with an
0: R and also maybe an F?
1: Um, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> that is it. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's actually shocking how many have come in. Um, I'm very lucky. I've never actually had anybody try to sell when they've come in. Um, and I, I think um, there's nothing about my personality that says, "Hey, try me." because I've been pretty clear with how I feel about it. Um, So uh, I think they know that she's not somebody (laughs) I should try this with, Um, but their barrier is usually pretty damaged Um, and um, it's definitely fixable, but not if you continue to use the products. So my guess is um, if that is indeed what happened with you, it makes sense. Because then you create a problem and if you're continuing to use it, then you're damaging the skin and then you're damaging it, not just at like a superficial level, but then you're continuing to damage it and it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. So, you know, and our skin does change every seven to 10 years, but if you're continuing to use those products, then we're just weakening that skin and it can change sooner. So I have seen it.
0: It's interesting that you say that you haven't been pitched and that you're not about that because that has not always been the case. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about the early days with the French company and you (laughs) going to makeup school. Let's talk about you going to makeup school and moving through into esthetician and what happened to you in that time.
1: Okay. So when I was like 22, so like 20 plus years ago, I decided um, I was going to become a makeup artist. And um, which was so random because I was never really into like skincare or makeup or anything like that. I always just use my sister's stuff and which by the way, her and I have opposite, like she has oily skin. I have dry skin. So I was always using the wrong stuff, but I didn't know. So I go to makeup school and it was a really intense makeup school. And, but we learned a lot about skincare and I kind of really liked that, but I still did the makeup thing for a while and then um so I actually did that I worked at Nordstrom's I did weddings I really like involved myself in that world for a while I actually went back and taught um at the makeup school for a while I mean I was really like in it and then I was like I really hate this Um, (laughs) oh yes I understand that so much because it's very, like, makeup is, um, it's very individual. And so, like, the way I was taught to do makeup is, like, um, it, it's based on, you know, your, the angles of your face, and this is, you know, the, the, you know, whatever, but the way you do your makeup is based on what you like, and I respect that, I understand that, um, but I just, it just wasn't for me, and so I decided I, I got to figure out a way to do skin without becoming an esthetician, because I was like, I'm not popping pimples.
0: (laughs) That's so funny that you say that I actually got into cosmetology because I wanted to be a makeup artist too. And I feel the exact same way about makeup that you do. And I used to do weddings and photo shoots. And, and I even did like film and things like that too. When I lived in Los Angeles and it was fun, but I hated it. I hated it. Yeah, and um, bridezillas are not great. I, I worked in Santa Monica, so that was a lot of destination weddings. We did uh-huh. that kind of stuff, and I actually had to hire a makeup artist because I hated it so much. Yeah. Um. And yeah, now if I've got friends that are like, "Will you do our hair and makeup for this event?" and I'm just like, Ooh, <laughs> "Only because you're my friend and I love you." Please don't tell anyone else that I do this.
1: Yeah. See, I won't even. I won't even take it now. Like, I will will absolutely not do it. Um, As an esthetician now, I'm glad that I have that makeup background because I have been able to help um, and I have a good connection to that world, so I'm able to like refer out but um, zero interest like less than zero interest. Um, I remember the last wedding I did just thinking like I just I would get a stomach ache. Um, and it was good money. I mean, you make good money doing weddings and stuff like that. But, um, I just, um, hated it. Like there's no, and I don't even, I hate, I don't even like to use that word because it's, you know, I don't like to use it, but, um, there's no other way to describe it. I hated it. There's no joy and you're just dreading it. Yes. And I didn't even really had a bad experience. I can't even say that I had a bridezilla. I didn't. I didn't have a negative experience. I had great experiences. I just hated it. And um, there's no reason for it. I just did. So I was like, I have to get out of this. I got to find a way to do skin without having to pop pimples. And so um, I was starting to like, maybe I can like kind of teach people how to take care of their skin. And so then I was trying to find like, like, let me kind of do classes or something. And like, maybe I can like teach makeup, teach people how to take care of their skin. So I was kind of doing that. And then like my family has restaurants so I was still kind of working there. Like I was just whatever, like floundering really. And then I was invited to go to, you know, one of those MLM parties. And I went, I was not well liked at this party. And it's funny because like, as this was coming up, as I knew you and I were talking, I started like going back in my brain and like thinking, how did I get into this? And I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. It was at my sister's best friend's house. And I remember going and I was like looking at the ingredients and I remember like talking to my sisters and like whispering and the hosts of the party. I remember they like kept like darting me dirty looks. They were so annoyed with me. And I, cause I was like talking about all the products and they did not like that I was doing this but I knew what I was talking about. And they were like worried that I was like sabotaging, you know, which I probably was. I mean, it, I looking back, I probably shouldn't have done it. I probably should have been a little bit more respectful but whatever. Um, You know, I was a little bit younger then. I don't even remember why I ended up joining. I didn't join that day, but I remember looking into the company a little bit more. And then eventually my sister's best friend and I, we ended up joining the company. And I don't even know, I, I, I don't even remember why or how, or, but I was like, this is how I can do skincare without being an esthetician. And I thought, I'm not going to do the parties. I'm not going to like this. I'm not going to sell the way they tell you to sell. I'm going to educate. I'm going to teach people. You know, I got on my high horse and I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And then like, we all got invited to go to Chicago and like go to their big conference, you know, on their, whatever you do, but like on our dime, it's not like, you know, it's not like they paid us to do this. Right. Right. So I have no money. I can't afford to go to Chicago. Like, what am I thinking? So luckily my dad is amazing and like gave me like his airline miles. Cause he's like, I'm also not paying for you to do this, but my dad doesn't travel. So he let me use his airline miles. And like, I, we like shared a hotel room, whatever. There was like four of us who went and like, I remember we go to Chicago and like, I remember we did this like conference thing and like, you know, they get you all like fired up and like, you're gonna do this. And that's where they give you, like they tell you to write a list of all the people you're gonna contact. And they give you all these like goals and you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that. And I remember thinking like, I don't think I'm gonna do any of this because I don't think I'm gonna be good at it. Like I just know myself, but I'm, but I'm still fired up. Cause I'm thinking I'm gonna find a way cause I'm really competitive. So I'm going to find a way to win all of these contests that they have going, but I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to do it their way. So oh, I yeah, don't... I feel that. Yeah, so I'm going to win, but I'm going to do it Devin's way. So I'm pretty fired up and I'm I'm ready to go. And, and like, I remember like the CA, CEO was like there and like you wanted to meet him and you really wanted to like cozy up to him and like, you know, become his like BFF. But I just remember thinking at the same time, like, God, this guy is so cheesy. He was this like like tall, like white guy. And like he always wore this like scarf and I don't even know. Like he was like, you know, he was like this total nerd in high school. And then like somehow, like now he has all this money. But because
0: he runs a scam?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. But he like isn't good looking, but he has money, but like thinks he's really cool. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, like a just... Keith
0: Raniere type.
1: Totally, totally, yes. But like tall white guy. But tall? <laughs> yeah, like not short. Like Keith was like very short. But like total tall, like nerdy white guy. He always wore this like colorful scarf. And I remember thinking this back then, but I still was like, I feel like I needed to like cozy up. I don't know, it was weird. I don't know the whole experience. Like it was fun because it was Chicago and I'd never been to Chicago before. And so like that part was fun, but I just remember thinking like, okay, I'm just not going to do it this way. I'm going to figure out my way to do it. And then I like could not have failed any harder than I failed. Like I didn't win a single contest. I didn't come close. Like I failed like hard. That was my experience. Like I, I mean, I sold a little bit. I remember my aunt, Like had, I did like some kind of party, but it wasn't the typical party. It was me. I'm going to educate. So that's what I would do. I would go and I would teach people how to take care of their skin. Because even though I wasn't technically an esthetician, I really did have a good knowledge of skin. And so I would teach people how to take care of their skin. So they would buy product, but the product wasn't great. And so, and it was expensive. Of course it was expensive. And so nobody like bought it again. And I was okay with that because again, I wasn't like salesy. So I wasn't like, you're probably out of products, you know? And like, how was I like, as an esthetician, they're coming back in for a facial again. So like, you're, you know what I mean? And like, you're reaching out to that. Like, there's just different ways, but like in this, it's just, it's all salesy. Right. With an esthetician
0: or any type service, you get that customer service, that personal service, that like individualized appointment and experience. It's not just about, well, what face soap do you need? It's it's a thing.
1: Right. This was not who I was. And I wasn't going to, I couldn't be somebody. I wasn't, I just couldn't change. Like My morals and my values and to make money I just couldn't I just couldn't change who I was and um so yeah I like I said I I I failed hard um I didn't keep track of money I didn't but I sure I lost my shirt for like for sure I did I know I did that one thing at my aunt's house and I'm sure I did one other thing but I couldn't even tell you and then eventually I I like Like I have that time hop app where it shows you your past posts. So unfortunately those pop up from Facebook Same. and like, they're so cryptic. So I, it was like, I was trying to like bait my Facebook friends. Woo! What are you talking about? But I know what I was talking about. And it was like, I was being all cryptic and like talking about like my challenges. I know I'm going to win this one. I'll get them this time. <laughs> like, it was so stupid. I was never gonna get them this time. I was never gonna win. Like, it was such BS. But it was like, I was almost like my own cheerleader. And in football game, I was never gonna win. Like, it was so stupid.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's the, that's the quintessential, like, MLM experience.
1: Yeah. Like it was so dumb, but I never, I mean, I don't, I mean, never say never, but I don't remember like really reaching out to people. Maybe I did. I don't, I don't remember doing that. I might've done to like my really close friends, but I don't think I reached out to random.
0: So this was a company I had never heard of before. Uh, And and what was it called? Uh, Votrevu. Yeah. See, I'd never even heard of this MLM, but wow.
1: They're shut down now. Oh, I could imagine. Um, yeah, they shut down officially in 2015. I joined right when they started because as I'm sure you know, if you get in on the ground level, that's really how you're going to make your money. Yeah, you got to wait for
0: those ground floor
1: opportunities. Yes, you don't want to miss out. And so that's what I was doing. I wanted to get on the ground level so I could make my millions. Oh man, that is so so relatable.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) So they shut down, they sent out a letter at the end of 2014 and we're like, we didn't do as well as we wanted to. We tried. We're really proud of what everybody did. We just didn't do it. So this is it. C'est la vie. (laughs) But that, that
0: experience led you to realizing that you really wanted to be an esthetician and to do aesthetics.
1: Um, you'd think, you'd think, oh, oh, no. <laughs> no, um, I still floundered for a while, um, made a lot of mistakes in life. And then finally my mom said, just go to esthetician school. And I was like, okay. So then that's I how
0: I went to beauty school too. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my life. Cause I was like in college and my mom's like, go to beauty school get like a trade and then you at least have a job while you're trying to figure everything else out. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's a good idea.
1: Yeah. That's literally like, I didn't mean, I didn't go to college, but I was like in my early thirties and my mom was like, I mean, I just had failed in every which way. And so my mom's like, you've got nothing left. And I was like, okay. So I, I like, it. just, the timing had worked out and school was starting because I went private And it was starting in like two weeks. Like, I just felt like, oh, well, that's meant to be. And so, like, I signed up, I went and I sat down, and it was like they were like having some kind of game. I won. I won that game. Well, here you go. This is where I need to be. So then (laughs) I was like, I'm in the right place. This is a game I can win. So here we go.
0: So you go to esthetician school, and this is really cool and interesting because there's a lot of people that. I mean, it's such a good, just beauty, the beauty industry in general is such a good and easy industry to get into. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like cosmetology school is easy. Most for most people. It's it's pretty good. It was fun for me. I'm creative and I was like, oh my god, just like you, this is where I belong. I get all of this. This is so easy. Every science that and and math that was applied, I was like, Oh my god, this makes sense to me now. Oh my gosh, Um, I was
1: like, I finally
0: understand science. (laughs) Right. I was like, Oh my gosh, I get it. Um, yes, applied, applied. It was wonderful. You can get like a nail tech license. I think the schooling for nail techs is like three months. Yeah. What's an esthetician? Like, like eight months it's Again, it's eight hours. hours. We're in California here. So it's a little yeah. different. It's by hours, but yeah. I mean, I, my cosmetology was 1200 hours, I think 1600. I, I don't remember what it was, 100? but it was, <laughs> it might be 16. It was a long time ago. It was like 22 years ago. So I think it's 16. It took yeah. me 10 months, almost exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you can get a license yeah. to do this skin nails. Cosmo is cosmetology is hair, skin, and nails all together. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do this in less than a year. So for people out there that are like, man, I really liked being in that, you know, makeup MLM or that beauty MLM. And it just was a scam. Like, what do I do? Like, if you really do feel like that MLM sort of introduced you to the beauty industry and you're like, wow, this is cool. There are so yeah. many legitimate jobs. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so yeah. easy to get in. And it's fun while you're there and you meet great people and you learn all kinds of stuff. And here's the other thing with a license, you don't just have to work in service. You could be a manager of a place. You could run a beauty supply. You could work at a beauty supply. You could go into education and do product knowledge education in salons. You can do haircutting education. You can work in a beauty school. Like it is incredible and it is such a wonderful opportunity for people who like that field already and there's a lot of people that are people like me that I don't really do as much hair as I used to it's the industry is always churning the more the merrier there's always salons opening up everywhere and again like I said there's so many options so people come to me and they ask like what do I do if I leave my MLM beauty school is a great option and when I went I was single I was like 19, 20 years old. I had, I really didn't have any responsibilities. And so I was able to push through and get it done as quick as possible, but they have night school options as well. If you're a mom, if you've got kids, if you've got a normal job that you can't, you can go to the night school. It's going to take you a little bit longer, but it's a viable option and it is a really great industry.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I moved back home. I mean, I, I don't have, I mean, I still don't have kids, but like I moved back home and so, and then I stopped working for my dad and then I just went and I was out in three months. I mean, it was like the fastest ever anybody had done it. And like, I got an externship because I was like, I'm an adult. Like I need to get in and get out because this is what I want to do. And I need to start my life. I need to start my career. But so I did it fast and people are always like, oh, I'm too old and too old. I'm like, no, I was in my thirties. I know people who are in their forties and their fifties, their sixties. Like it's never too late. The only thing that you need to make sure that you have is a good work ethic because people think that like, oh, okay, I'm licensed. I'm ready to work. And it's like, well, no, you have to, you have to work hard. And you have to want it and you, you know what I mean? You have to have the drive and, you know, and then people are like, okay, well, I've been doing this for three months now. And, and I, and I'm, and I just don't have the clientele. I'm like, well, three months is not very long. So keep pushing.
0: Right. Keep going, Yeah. And oh. again, like, especially for that, like if there are people that really do need the money as fast as possible, there are quick service places. There are places. Yeah you know, like super cuts and, and great clips and things like that. There are also skin places like that
1: wax center. There's massage envy. There's all those places out there where you can go and you just get your quick jobs and in and out, whatever. And then there's places that you can, you know, do and start your own. It's, it's whatever route you want to go, but there's really something for everyone. It just kind of depends on what, how you want to start. And if you don't have the money to start out on your own, then you start at one of those like ready to go places And then you build, you know, but there's a way to do it. You just have to do it. And listen, I'm 10 years in and I still work my butt off on social media. I'm still trying to find new ways. Like I'm trying to build now on TikTok. I have 200 followers. That's nothing. That's ridiculous. It's all a slow build and you just have to keep pushing. And it doesn't matter how many years you're into it. You still have to find new ways to build clients.
0: You just do. Absolutely. And that's so similar to MLM, but the difference here is this is a legitimate industry that will actually take you somewhere. You will build a skill, you will create relationships, and it is something that you can do. I've been doing it for 21 years.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and all the money is mine. All the money is mine. (laughs) I don't have to like give it to my upline or like meet a quota every month. I mean, I have to pay my bills every month because I don't have a husband or anybody to like rely on, but like, it's all mine. And, and like, I just have to like pay my bills, but like, I don't have to like meet a quota. Right. Or like quota to stay in the,
0: in the business. <laughs> Absolutely. Some weeks I'm like, you know what? I don't have any clients. I guess I have the week off. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? Like, yeah. it happens that way. And some weeks I'm so unbelievably busy that I'm working these ridiculous hours where I'm like, I can't believe it's eight o'clock at night and I'm still here. Like what is going
1: on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Like my mom, like I've been like kind of freaking out because been slow. And my mom's like, well, that's why you have savings. And I was like, my mind doesn't do that. Like I don't relax because, oh, I have savings. I'm like, what can I do? How can I get clients you know how can i i gotta push my skincare i gotta do my podcast i have to do this like i have to keep going because i don't want to rely on my savings I need to know that something else is coming up or whatever is happening. I have to keep, I have to keep going, but that's for me. That's not because I need to make my upline happy or because I have to meet a quota or whatever. Like I have to keep pushing because I have to keep pushing. That's my own thing. That's not somebody else. But if I wanted to take a week off, I could take a week off. I don't have anybody pushing me and telling me I have to go do it. So that's the big difference. And so I get really frustrated, even just going through TikTok and everything. And when people talk about MLMs and they talk about, you know, and they compare it to a regular job, it like I like, it's like my blood boils because I'm like, it's apples and oranges. It's not the same thing at all because I'm allowed to take off a week if I want. I choose not to, but I'm allowed to you know, and they talk about all the freedom and then they're like, but you can work from vacation. And it's like, that's not a vacation. Right. What what are you talking about? You can Absolutely. work when you're sick. I'm like, well, I don't want to work when I'm sick. Like it, it doesn't <sighs> make sense to me.
0: Here's a great example. So, um, one of the friends of the show, Danielle, who is the the podcast host of From Hunts to Humans, just got married. And she's like sending us things or making TikToks. And we're like, Danielle, you're on vacation. <laughs> she's like, oh yeah. And you know, we we're like, you don't need to check in. Um, and it's been really great. And she's actually enjoying her vac- her vacation. And her and her wonderful husband are sending us updates. And it's been fantastic. And she's like, this is so good to know that it is a vacation. And if I post on social media, it's my choice because right. I want to check in with my friends and my family or like share a funny video. And I'm right. like, this is what it's about. Right. Absolutely. Enjoy right. that vacation.
1: Right. It's like the choice and like that freedom, but it's almost like you have to like break that habit from feeling like you have to, and then being okay to let it go. You know, it's like, sometimes you feel like you can't, you know, it's hard. It's hard. Cause there's so much pressure you know, and I I have somebody on on Facebook who sells um, something different. And um, uh, when you were um, talking to Jenny Wild, you're talking about Monet, and she was saying how it was something about how you guys were talking about, talk about personal stuff, talk about personal, maybe post on social media, and relate to people, tell your personal stories. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know somebody on Facebook who does that. And I didn't realize why she was doing that. I thought that was just kind of her approach. Like that's what she was doing. I was like, that's why she was doing that. And I thought, wow, she's really like getting in there and really revealing stuff. And I was like, I just don't know if I would be comfortable, like Uh, just sharing. That's a, that's a lot of information. (laughs) Like, I just don't know if I would want to tell people all this stuff, but all right. I mean, to reach their own, like, I'm not here to judge. Like I, but now I'm like, that's why she was doing it. She was trying to draw people in and be like, Oh, if she, Oh, she gets me. Well, now I want to join her team. But what's funny is anytime she posts, I always check her comments. Cause I'm like, who's commenting? And I could always tell it was people on her team. Yep. And I, I always found that interesting. And that's I. that's a game that I play that... too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was always like, it, it was always like, I never really had girlfriends, but like, look at all my friends now. Like, you know what I mean? It was always such a like, this is my tribe. And this is like, it's just, it's so interesting now that I've really paid attention Everything is always the same. Yeah. It's literally robots.
0: Yeah. MLMs prey on vulnerability, right? They're going to use your vulnerability to get you in. And then they're going to encourage you to use that same
1: vulnerability
0: to lure more people in as well.
1: And it's really like, I mean, I will say it gets you, I mean, it, I mean, like I said, I figured it out, but like I, it gets you like on a level for women. It gets you of like, for women, if you don't have friends, look what this is going to do for you. You're all of a sudden going to have friends.
0: Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. DeleteMe then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet. And they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to slash mlm and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to slash mlm and enter code MLM at checkout. That's slash mlm code MLM. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something, something, and support the show by supporting our sponsors.
1: If you don't have that, like, I don't have uh, mom friends because I don't have children and I'm in my forties. I mean, I have friends, but like, what if I did not Because it is harder to meet women as we get older. So if I didn't have friends, how inviting would that be? How exciting would that be? What a great place to meet women again. Oh my gosh. I want to join because I want to hang out. They look like they're having so much fun. And so, and it's just so interesting, but it's the same in every single group. I mean, it really is this whole like mindset that they do with every single MLM.
0: Absolutely. Exploitation I mean, of vulnerability.
1: It's, it's really scary. And it is very like cult like behavior, you know, yeah, and they
0: really encourage people to share so much more than I think you would ever share. Facebook is not your diary. no. No, it, you know, and it's okay if you've got a group of people that like are into that and you can share, take it to a group chat. You yeah. don't need to show everything on Facebook. You don't need to like drag yourself through the mud and, and just really, unless you want to, but I feel like you would get the, what you're needing, the attention and, and the validation and all of that. If you had a group of people, right. And it's Okay again, like MLMs are going to say, like, we will provide that group of people, but I'm also telling you that there are people on your friends list who will be your friend, who will listen to you. You you just have to, you have to be vulnerable in a different way and vulnerable in a different way of being like, I, I'm looking for a community that's like legitimate, not this share everything, sob story, What can I do to manipulate you to get into my, you know, exclusivity club? Like it's a completely different kind of vulnerability and it's the actual hard vulnerability. Right. It's not just like plastering your dirty laundry. That's easy to do. Right. It's actually looking in and being like, this is what I need and this is what I want. And this is what I'm looking for at my core. Right.
1: Um,
0: And I mean, I've found that outside of MLM. I only found superficial friendships in MLM.
1: Right.
0: Right. Well, because they
1: all want something from you something from each other in some way or another so is it a true friendship probably not you know it's all transactional right like I'll do this for you if you do
0: this for me and in a true friendship it's not really like that in a true friendship you're just there and if somebody needs you you're happy to be there for them because you know when you need them they'll return the favor because they're your friend and not because there's this like well you said you would do this and you promised it's 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 just a weird thing it, i've never experienced that transactional relationship anywhere else aside from high demand things like a, an abusive friendship where there's like the narcissistic queen bee or like
1: an mlm yeah and it feels, though, like where it is kind of like, though, back in high school where, I mean, you just mentioned Queen Bee. So it kind of like brought me back to in high school where you always, you definitely had that the popular group, whatever. But like, it feels like that in the MLM where you have the top person and then you have all the minions underneath, you know, Absolutely. and it's like, you kind of have to do everything that the top person says. And the top person is really the only person benefiting. And it was like that in high school too. The queen bee was really the only person benefiting. Take it back to Mean Girls, you know, where what's her face, Regina so George, you? Regina George is really the only one benefiting from all the other stuff, you know. So I mean, it's the same thing. And it's like, I just when I see these girls, I mean, even on just on my Facebook pages and 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 doing all this stuff, and I just I just want to say, first of all. skin doesn't look very good I'm sorry I mean I don't say it I just keep my mouth shut but I just want to say you don't you don't even have to use my stuff I don't care just stop using their stuff I, I that's what I want to say first but second like stop wasting your money like stop stop absolutely like just, I mean, go to Sarah V. like please just go like go to Target and like Sarah V. is a better product than this crap that they're selling you. You know, like it just, it's such a waste of money and I really don't believe these people are, are, are making any money off of these products. You know, and I've heard you say many times, it's not even about the products, it really isn't. I, when it comes to skincare, I'm bothered because I know how it's hurting their skin Whereas clothes, it's not hurting their bodies, so it's fine, but it just is what I think it might, and, and not, and some people are just getting into the MLM to buy, you know, I talked about the other ones, like when I did Sensi, I just liked the the candle, the warmer things or whatever. So I, I did it for that reason. So it wasn't about anything else. I wasn't trying to like make a million dollars or whatever. So it can be for different reasons, but when you're talking about, um, people that are ruining lives and ruining their friendships, then, you know, that's when I think it's so sad for these women that just can't get out and can't pull themselves out, or maybe can't even see that it's happening.
0: Yeah. And that's important. Uh, Another important point that you brought up was that you did join another MLM. You joined Sensi, but because you just wanted a discount. And I think a lot of people join MLMs for that discount as well.
1: Yeah. I I know so many people that have done it just for that reason. I won't support them at all anymore because of listening to you. um, Because I I just, I, I do think that it's, they do so many, it's, it's so bad what they do. Um, and and I, I think more women are affected than men, but it, it just, it doesn't matter. I think families are affected um, in general. Um, and I, so I can't support it for that reason. So I will never buy or whatever. Um, and I just, I don't, I can't even believe how many companies are MLMs.
0: Thousands.
1: I mean, you'll talk about, you talked about, I don't even remember, you talked about something the other day on one of your podcasts and I was like, wait, what? That's (laughs) like, I didn't even know, like it was nothing I ever bought into, but I was like, I didn't even know that was an MLM. Like I don't even know sometimes because they just, they are sneaky. Yeah.
0: And uh, the third MLM that you joined is kind of like that in a little bit of way. I've had a lot of people go, well, it's not really like an MLM. You can just buy these and sort of just sell them in your boutique. If you have a boutique, it's really easy. Um, and that was Tori Bell lashes. Yeah,
1: they're very much an MLM. It doesn't. It, it, what do you mean? It doesn't feel like an MLM? Yes, it does. It's an MLM. Yeah, and I knew it that up, but I got out. You know, real fast. I only did it because of the dumb pandemic. You know. Yeah. So I was that, shut down, a, and
0: I needed to make money. <laughs> and that's another great point. Like literally, you joined three different MLMs for three completely different reasons. They weren't because you were looking. You know, to to find the next opportunity. You were just like, well, that's a cute warmer. I want the discount. I guess I'll sign up and oh crap, the pandemic literally just shut me down. What can I do that's sort of related? Well, I guess I could sell eyelashes.
1: Yeah. Well, because everybody's freaking out that they had none anymore (laughs) because I'm done. And like, I had people reaching out to me asking me about lashes and I thought, okay, well, this could be a stream of income. And so that's why I did it. And then I didn't end up, it just didn't, you don't make money. You don't make money. And so then I was like, and then it was like, they did some kind of like three month deal or whatever. And so like, I think it was like $9 a month or I don't know. I'm just making up a number. I don't remember, but it was something ridiculously cheap. So I got out before that ended because I was like, I don't, I'm not making any money. Like, of course I didn't make any money. So I I got out, whatever. Um, And then i found something else where i could do eyelash these magnetic lashes but it wasn't an mlm and so i did that instead because i didn't i didn't it was something quick that i could just get into during the pandemic and so i got out as soon as i could but yeah i would never i would never i just wouldn't do it again and i wouldn't support or want any of my friends or family you know my family never got into it i'm the only one who's a sucker so (laughs)
0: Well, now that you're out of MLM and we're, you know, in almost year three of this pandemic <laughs> uh-huh. and we're, uh, and you have adjusted your business to yeah. work for you during the pandemic, which is another reason that you reached out to me and this whole other faction that you've creatively created because you hit a roadblock in your legitimate business. Can yeah. we talk
1: about that? My skincare coaching? Yes. Yes. So I actually had this going before the pandemic. Well, I will help people with their skin. Um, I just pushed it further when the pandemic hit because everybody's like, well, great. I can't go to my esthetician. What am I going to do? And I was really lucky because I had all of this in place, whereas everybody was kind of scrambling. What am I going to do? I'm shut down. I already had my website. I already had my skincare coaching. I already had, um, Uh, an online store Um, I just was now like okay well now it's available go like here it is so I was just able to push it out further Um, and so that's what I was doing and um, so basically what it is you sign up for it I send you a consultation form you fill it out and then um, we either talk FaceTime or you send me pictures of your bare skin. Um, and then I send you a, um, a whole routine, literally from top to bottom um, of exactly what your skin needs um, to, and you gotta try them out. So you get samples of, for at least a week and a half to two weeks. And you got to try everything so you're going to find out if you're allergic to anything if your skin is irritated by anything. Um, And then if you like everything you get 10% off anything you choose to buy if you have any questions, I'm available. Uh, Most people choose to do FaceTime because they like that conversation. Uh, Most people have questions, you know, obviously I'm available for that. but. what my clients like the best um, and the feedback I get from them is they like that I'm available to them. The consultation doesn't end at the, at the converse at the end of the conversation. Um, I still, um, they will text me, they'll email me, they'll call me um, and I, I'm here to help. So I have people that I helped two years ago that will still send me a text message and be like, hey, you talked about this new product, what do you think? Or, hey, uh, my skin is doing this, what do you think? Like I still help people years later because we still have issues with our skin. It doesn't go away just because now we're on a good, you know, skincare routine. So I make myself available. So people will call me on a Sunday at three o'clock in the afternoon or send me a text, whatever most people text me um, and I respond. So, um, I, I, you know, you can't do that with a lot of estheticians. Um, so I give my clients a really personal service because I think it's important. Um, so I, I do that and I, and I love what I do. So it helps. It's not hard for me, um, to make myself available because I do love it so much. So
0: I love it. I think your service is so cool. When you reached out to me and you were like, Hey, I do this. Can I send you some stuff? Um, that you sent me full sizes and samples of things. My skin was like, yes. (laughs) Um, two of the samples that you sent me, I ended up, they are literally my favorite products of all time. I reached out to you and, and you got me the full sizes is the Cactine moisturizer and the derma relief serum. And I cocktail them. If I'm not doing anything else that day. So I was like, I'm not really going out. I'm staying home. I just need to kind of like give my skin a little food. Cause I have dry skin, which I always thought was oily. And I was very wrong for most of my life. <laughs> um, my skin is actually dry and cocktailing those two together as just like, just an easy barrier. Yeah. Like Literally, my favorite combination. It is so creamy, so silky, so moisturizing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, seriously, like whew, I I would have never known that those products even existed, and yeah. that they work so well for my skin. They help with my redness. They help with the dryness. They help with all of it. I don't yeah. even have. And this is so TMI. So you know, plug your ears. Plug your ears if you don't want to hear it. But <laughs> I used to have really big like pustules sometimes in the morning on my nose. And I'm not getting those anymore. They are subdermal. They are, they are like you were saying, they're just, they're healing versions versus like inflamed versions. And again, like pimples and things have to go through a cycle. Right. And it has just been, I hate to say life-changing because it feels so (laughs) MLM-y for me to say that. But like finally, and I've used so many things and I still use other things when I need to, my favorites of things that I know my skin likes, but like those two together, that is like my ultimate face cocktail of, of all time so far. Amazing. So thank you so much
1: is amazing. I actually put it on my skin this morning. Um, I love it because it's such a, especially like in the winter time, people love that because, um, it feels, um, like silky, like a silky like oil to put on under your moisturizer. Um, and I always tell people you can mix it with your um, foundation and it like gives your skin a little bit of a glow.
0: Oh yeah. my God. Next yeah. time I wear a foundation, I'm doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, just put a little bit and it um, just gives you a little bit of a glowy, um, glowy finish. I and it probably
0: it. also would have more slip when applying. So you get a, a yeah. nicer canvas. Yes. And then also yeah. because it's going to be so moisturizing, you're not going to get that cakey, dry, Correct. patchy look Correct. either.
1: Yeah. It's really great, especially if your skin is like dry or dehydrated. But yeah, yeah. See, the thing is, most people don't know what skin type people you have um just like you said you thought you had like oily skin and i said at the beginning like i use my sister's um skincare products and she had oily skin and i had dry skin so i remember like i put on her products and then my skin would be unbelievably tight and i'd be like perfect i just this feels so good like i didn't know what i was doing and so you take these like skincare quizzes or whatever and you're just like what's my skin type and you're just like i don't know it's this We don't know, like it's not our job. That's my job. That's what I'm supposed to determine what your skin type is. And so that's what I do for you. And I help you decide and figure out what your skin needs. So that's what the skincare coaching is. And if you get the products and we have to make some, you know, changes, that's what we do. So that's why people are always like, well, I just want to buy products. I don't even, I don't let, anybody buy products first. I want you to sample everything. Even my clients that come in and see me in my treatment room. I don't let people buy things first. I want you to try them because we don't know how your skin is going to react. You may not like the way it feels on your skin. You may not like the, the smell. Most of my products are very neutral smelling, but some people are sensitive. Like I love grapeseed oil. I recommend it to everybody. And to me, it's a very neutral smell, but every once in a while people are like, I don't like the smell. I'm all, okay, I can't smell anything uh, to me at all. It doesn't have a cent, but whatever. So I just like people to try it before they buy. And this is a great way to try it. And it's $28. That's all this skincare coaching is you get all of that for $28. It's so inexpensive. So why not? You have nothing to lose. So I think
0: that's an incredible price point. I think- um, And I think anybody that's listening that is like, okay, yeah, I'm coming out of those skincare MLMs what is happening to my skin what do i use now i don't know what if i'm allergic i literally was on tiktok today and somebody was talking about how they had bought something and it had made their skin allergic and they were like i noticed that when i use this this is what happens um i think i'm allergic to this and it was a full size yeah and it's yeah. like don't spend the money on these full sizes get these samples, try yeah. them, see if it works for you. You right. know how many stuff I have, like how much stuff I have in my cabinet or under my sink that I bought. Cause I thought it would be great. And I used it and I hated the scent or like right. it made my skin feel weird or I broke right. out and I'm just like,
1: right. Exactly. Wasted money. Right. And it's, and it's, and it's more than that. Sometimes it's, we get a product and we don't know how often we're supposed to use it. So then you're using a product too much and then you think you're allergic to it, but it's really just a product that you're overusing and it's something you should be using maybe once or twice a week. Or your friend got it and she can use it every day, but your skin can only handle it twice a week. So it's, you know, skincare is supposed to be customized to your skin because everybody's skin is different. And then we also have to realize that your skin is never going to look like your friend's skin. Your skin is never going to look like, I had somebody come in and be like, oh my gosh, I saw Kate Middleton's skin and I want my skin to look like hers. And I'm like, okay, well, you're not Kate. Never going to look like Kate. Never. So I know you just bought her moisturizer, but your skin is never going to look like hers. You guys are both a brunette. you're never going to look like her so we have to get rid of that of like looking at a social media influencer and think i want i'm going to buy everything that she uses because it's never going to happen we have to get your skin to look as good as your skin can look that should be everybody's goal so we just have to be more realistic and we talk all the
0: time that one size fits all Does not. not It doesn't. So even if you're buying these regimens that these MLM sell, it's like you have dry skin, buy on dry skin regimen. You know, maybe only one or two of those products in that regimen might actually work for you. You might need the dry cleanser, but you might need the moisturizing moisturizer, right? These regimens, these one size fits all.
1: That is where we're getting into trouble here because you could be acne with dry skin, or you can be acne with oily skin. Everybody's different. So nobody fix fits into a box. And so that just that drives me crazy, because it just it doesn't work like that everybody really has to be customized. I mean, and that's what I do for my clients, I customize it, and you get a sheet that tells you exactly when to use the products am and pm, it gives you the order to use them, how often you use it, I really I make it so easy, so that most people don't have questions. Once they get the box, nobody has questions. But every once in a while they do, but it's, it's all written down so that it's, it's so easy to understand. So. It really,
0: really is. I am going to be making a video of showing all of this, like what was sent to me, my, my whole thing. Cause I have all of it, my regimen, everything. And so I'll be making a video on TikTok and sharing it on Instagram so that you guys can see this and I will link it in the show notes so you can see exactly what to expect when Devin sends you an amazing box of samples and products to try what your regiment looks like, how easy it is. And we'll link all of Devin's stuff in the show notes as well, because I know there are people out there that were just like me that were like, I don't know what to do. And I just need a little bit of help. And honestly, $28 is so much cheaper than probably anything those MLMs sell
1: anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'll do right now for, um, all your listeners, I'll do 10% off, um, anything on my website. Um, but I encourage you to sign up for the skincare coaching. So 10% off, um, my website is pure oc.com and use the discount code cult. Nice. <laughs> Don't yeah. be in one. <laughs> Don't be in a
0: cult, but use the word cult for 10% off. That's awesome. Thank you so much for offering that absolutely,
1: to us. Absolutely. I know there's
0: all kinds of people that are curious, like I was. Um, and I will say this is not like a sponsored post or an ad or anything because I really do think that Devin has a lot of interesting things to say, but she does offer this really great service. And if you are so inclined, please reach out to her ask her questions. You are in no way required to do this. This is not a cult. You can try it. You can be like, I didn't like it. And you don't have to do it again. Or you might be like, Oh my God, Roberta, thank you for introducing me to Devin. I had this one issue and it's non-existent now, which would be really awesome as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you guys can follow me on social media and you guys can see what I'm about. I no BS. I really, I just state the facts. Um, I'm like, I've been saying, I'm not salesy (laughs) because I'm not good at it at all, but I am on social media at PierSkinOC. OC. Um, I'm horrible at videos. So, um... You know, maybe don't watch those, but (laughs) I'm trying to get better at them, but I'm very active on um, Instagram. So you can follow me on there and I do lots of just very general skincare posts. So I'm trying to help people with their skincare because that really is my goal. I just, I really want everybody to love their skin because I think we all struggle with that.
0: Absolutely. And it is a really important thing. And it's something that MLMs are constantly targeting women about and so being able to offer the people that are out of MLM, that are listening to this show, that know that I'm not going to be getting them into another scam pyramid Ponzi cult, being able to offer them people, products, and services who have already been there and done that and will not one day try to rope you into a cult, that's my, that's my job too, right? Introducing you to people who have already been through the MLM cult ringer, so that you're not going to one day be like, "Wait a second, Devin's um, Devin's selling Lululemon all of a sudden." We're no, like, no no no, "No, no, 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 no,
1: no." I never even bought one of those things, those leggings. No, sorry. <laughs> you're no. No, oh, the
0: cathartic laughing on this show is probably one of my, fo- <laughs> my my most favorite things. Uh It's also the most favorite when I'm editing and I'm listening to it and we make a joke and then I start laughing out loud and then I hear us laughing in the audio and I'm like, okay, the joke is still funny. <laughs> I'm still yeah. laughing at it like a month later when I edit. <laughs> a month later. No, so
1: it's funny because a lot of the MLM things like I see and I'm like, why are people buying those things? Like they're not cute. Lula Roe was not cute. <laughs> no. They're still around. They are. They are? Yeah. Even after that documentary. Even after all three of the
0: documentaries.
1: Oh my gosh. Like, I don't like people are like, yes, sign me up. I'll do that. But maybe I would have a different experience. <laughs> right, right. No, my story's going to be different. But I'm not average. Right. Well, maybe people will think like me, like they're not going to do it the typical MLM way. They're going to do it different.
0: I respect yep. that. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening to the show, you probably have already tried to do it that way. And you have come to the realization as Devin and myself did
1: that yeah. it doesn't work. It doesn't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't waste your money. Like it just, it's only $99. Just don't do it. Don't
0: do it. You can get so much more things for $99 that bring you joy other than joining a cult. I promise. Oh my gosh. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Devin, are you ready for some rapid fire questions? (gasps) I think so. All right. So, one word that encompasses how you feel about multi level marketing gross. (laughs) A warning to somebody or a piece of advice uh, to somebody who wants to join an MLM. Um,
1: run away.
0: She's like, run away. That's it. That's all I got to say to you. That's, all, that's
1: it. I mean, that sums <laughs> it up, right?
0: What is the worst MLM in your opinion as an esthetician?
1: Oh, Rodan and Fields.
0: What is the hardest lesson that you had to learn while you were in multi-level marketing?
1: Ah, oh, the loss of money. I hate losing money. I hate losing my money. I hate like working for money and then losing my money. I hate that. Yeah, that is, (laughs) I wish everybody could just see that. I I
0: tell people, do a profit and loss. Do you really think you're making money? Could you please just do the numbers really quick? I did a profit and loss with a girl on TikTok today. She was like, but I make money. And I said, how much did you make? And she's like, you know, she told me, she's like, I made, you know, I think it was like $240 or $200 for the whole year. And I was like, how many hours did you work? She's like, I only work 10 minutes a day. And I was like, that's like $3 an hour. And I know you're not only doing it 10 minutes a day. Let's be honest here. $3. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: But babe, you're worth more than $3 an hour. You just are. Um, And then the positive takeaway from your time in multi-level marketing.
1: I learned I will never do it again. Um, The positive was, I mean, I think that with everything, you learn something, and I think it's always good to have experiences, because you learn something, and so, you know, I think maybe if I had done it last year, I might be more bitter that it took, that I learned that lesson in my 40s, but I learned it in my 20s, so I'm okay with that, you know, it's, it's, I like that I have experiences, because you learn, and you grow from them, and I took that with me in my business now, so, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I love that
0: learning by example and then leading by example is yeah. wonderful. And yeah, you good to have stories. Yeah. And you have fantastic customer service, fantastic customer service. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I think it's important. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, you have you, if you don't, if you don't have your own mistakes, then I don't think you can grow as a person or as a business woman or anything. So yeah, I'm okay with my mistakes.
0: I love that. Thank you so much, Devin. It Absolutely. was so wonderful can, talking to you. Can I make
1: one more point? Because we've talked about this, and I think it's so important um, that when talking about um, MLMs and, and with skincare specifically, um, talking about their um, their before and after pictures. Um, yes. Because I, I I think it's such a good point to make because when talking about like social media, and I think that. Um, just little girls or even women, or, um, I think they're so misled. Um, and I think there's, um, they're so photoshopped and I don't want women to think that, um, this is how you, um, fix your skin or this is how easy it is. Um, because it's just not, um, their photoshopping is unbelievable um, tricks of lighting, tricks of makeup, tricks of angling the face, um, of all of that. It's so clearly obvious. Um, and I think that it hurts people and it's really just to sell their products. And I think it's awful that they do it for them to, to imply that in three months that you can get rid of acne scarring, um, that you can get rid of those pock marks, um, it's, it's awful that you can get rid of um, a, a years and years of sun damage and fine lines and wrinkles. Um, when, um, unless you've had, um, complete, um, plastic surgery, you're not getting rid of that stuff. And I think it's awful that this is how we're representing, um, a company because, um, I I think we're going to make women feel awful about themselves that, um, they aren't going to get the same results. What are they doing wrong? Why can't I feel like this? Why can't I look like this? I've been using these products and I don't look pretty like this. And I just think it's awful and terrible and horrible that this is what we're doing. So I think it goes beyond um, just selling products. I think that we're sending a horrible message to people, and so I'm 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 really bothered by by that on a bigger level than just um, it's unethical. Absolutely, before and after photos are incredibly
0: deceiving. In fact, uh, in the case of Monate, they were found to be deceiving and deceitful. Uh, and were basically uh, put into the voluntary uh, compliance agreement in the state of Florida, that, that Monet is not allowed to do that because they are deceptive.
1: Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: So if you see Monet girls doing before and afters, please report them to Ashley Moody of the oh. Florida Attorney General's Office. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> I think it's so awful. Um, I mean, I have a post that every once in a while I'll post on my social media. Um, I do not edit my pictures. Um, in fact, I lose some pictures um, that I, I'm unable to post because my lighting is not good enough and I will not edit anything to make it a good picture. So sometimes in person, I'll be like, oh my gosh, this looks so good. But I can't, in the picture before and after, it's not the same. So you can't see it. So I don't get a post that picture because I will not edit a single thing about my pictures before and after. So I, because it is unethical to do that. I do not post other pictures from other people. Because if I didn't do it, I can't, I'm not going to show you that it can be done. Because I think it's important for you to see my work. This is what I can do for you because I have done it. And I think that is really important. So I'm not going to show you a comp- a picture from a company that I am selling their product or their device like I do micro channeling. I'm not going to show you what my company can do. I'm going to show you what I can do and that's what's important. So the fact that these Rodan and Fields or Monet or whatever like look what these people can do what they've done supposedly and we're going to Photoshop, but have you done it? Did your, is this your client? Is this your customer? Whatever. I, I just, I find all of that disgusting. And I just, yeah. I, I'm, I'm tired of women feeling bad about themselves. I'm t- I have nieces and I'm tired of my nieces feeling bad about themselves because they see all these women and think this is what they're supposed to look like. And they don't. And it's for pictures like this. And I just, I think it's unfair. And I think it's unrealistic. And it's like, can we just, can we just be honest on social media? You know? Yeah. Honest and authentic. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't edit my picture. I rarely post of myself on social media because I'm self-conscious of how I look. And I fully admit that. And you don't see that many pictures of myself, you know, because I feel that way about myself. Well, you are absolutely beautiful. Well, you're sweet. Thank you. But I feel that way about myself. So, I'm I'm careful you know but it's like i'm not going to then like filter and be like oh this is actually like oh i look like that like it's just it's crazy yeah i mean exactly i mean obviously like, like really high, high and, like, angled selfies yeah i mean like filter to the nines and be and then people like come to my treatment room they're like um i don't think you really look like that i mean that's just they're state. like um i'm looking for devin you're like right. that's exactly. me <laughs> exactly like i'm not like right now you are you see me on video like i have i have lipstick on and i have eyelash extensions on like i am not wearing makeup like i just don't wear makeup because i want people to see this is really what i look like like when they come in the treatment room i am not in full makeup i want people to see that like i take care of my skin This is important to me, and I don't want people to be deceived, and so I think that's important when we're talking about social media. I think this is important when we're showing edited pictures or unedited pictures. I think all of that is important. I think you have to be true to your business and true to who you are, and so these people that are posting these edited pictures, if that's what they're doing, then how can you trust anything that they're doing or selling or saying? Absolutely. I'm off my soapbox. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so glad you hopped on it because
0: it's something that we needed to talk about. So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank Thank you you. so much for talking skincare and for offering options for people who are leaving their skincare MLMs and need help. Um, Please make sure you guys reach out to Devin if you need her. All of the information can be found in the show notes. And again, thank you so much, Devin. You're wonderful.
1: Thank you. This was fun.
0: you so much for listening to life after mlm don't forget to like subscribe and share and follow us on social media at life after mlm podcast and my advocacy at the real roberta blevins you can find all of the links to the social accounts in our show notes and if you just listened to that incredible story and you thought oh my god i have a story just like that that needs to be told hit me up the real robertablevins at gmail.com I would love to have you on the show to share your story and start your journey in life after MLM. See you next time, Hans.